Welcome to Business Mentorship Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their great ideas in our guest blog found on shareyourstories.online. Our guest is Heidi Smith, a new author who has written a book on transforming tragedy into triumph. And we're going to discuss why she's chosen to write a book at this stage in her career, along with a few tips on her experience as an author. And Heidi joins us from Victoria, BC. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. It is still morning for you. However, you are ahead of me. It's a very early here. Yes, yes. exactly. So, so I thank know. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And I think that congratulations are in order because making friends with the boogeyman, transforming tragedy into triumph is now available, correct? No, today is the day I'm going to announce my book release date. Yeah, I wanted to do You're something special. It. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Well, I saw your recent social media post when you were on the beach ripping over the uh, ripping opening the envelope and um, taking a look at your author's copy. So, tell us a little bit about your experience, Heidi, because um, you know your book cover is amazing. We're going to talk about that as well. But why did you decide at this stage in your career to write this book? Well, it is, I've always wanted to write a book. Uh, I, writing has been a very important part of my life. It's, um, it's a way I express myself, I ground myself, I get clarity. And um, in my personal journey, when I uh, found Accelerated Evolution, which is the modality I use as a transformation guide, it literally transformed my life. And I had major shifts that I had been uh, working on for decades. And so I, I just felt like I had to scream it from the rooftops. And so the message was very clear inside of me that I needed to get this out because if, if I could, you know, help anyone else relieve their suffering earlier in life, then that's what I needed to do. Yeah, it's worth it, right? Now, you, uh, I know that the journey of writing a book is often very experiential and different for each individual. So when did you sort of crack open the computer or pick up the pen and really start writing the first word? Well, um, as with many um, pivotal moments in my life, a coach was involved, which is why right. I ended up becoming a coach. And so... Uh, she inspired me to start writing my book because she had written many books and it was a paper and pen for me. I sat down with a paper and pen, you know, I did uh, like brainstorming, I, like, like mind mapping where I had all the big posters and I was just writing everything out and making all these balloons and it, you know, that was, that was pretty cool. And then I just started writing every single day. And like um, Julia Cameron talks about uh, in the book, The Artist's Way, you know, I, I had been doing the morning pages for years. And so the morning pages, what they are, is you sit down every morning and you do like a stream of consciousness writing. You just write whatever's to coming mind. to your mind right. without, without stopping, just go straight to the page. And so that enabled me to be able to express myself without the inner editor stopping me. 
right? So I could just get out whatever I wanted on the page, knowing that editing is a separate process. Like that's a whole other animal. Mm -hmm. And that was a lifesaver for me because, you know, with creativity, it's all about, you know, being in the flow and letting out the stream. Right. It's, it's really about the emotional connection, right? The, the writing process is all about the emotional. I always say the emotional connection between the pen and the paper, because, you know, when we first start with the blank page, we think, oh my gosh, what am I actually going to say? And then before you know it, the words just start to flow. They do. Yeah. And like the editing, the editing process with this book was, uh, <laughs> It was, it was multi-layered. There was, there were many people involved and, you know, because it took over three years for this book to, um, you know, be come into form, I went through many changes personally. And so what I had to say in the way I wanted to say it changed many times. And so in the end, I worked with a fabulous editor, Trevor McMonagall. Um, he's here in Canada and in, um, Campbell River, I believe he's in. So, but the joy of this this time in life is that everything is virtual. So he's a very talented individual. He understood, like you were saying, the importance of the emotion. And uh, my intention was to be as raw as I could in this book about my experience, and in the hopes of letting you know if there's anyone out there that has ever felt as bad as I did to show them that in fact, there's a way to feel better. Like it absolutely can happen. You don't need to be stuck in that horrible suffering and torture. You know, and that's a really good point because I think that every single one of us, listen, life is not a straight line. There's lots of peaks and valleys, right? And we all have those transformational moments where something might happen and you know, you're on one particular path and then an event happens and you end up going in a different direction. And what I really love about hearing that you've shared your story is that, you know, where we start out is not necessarily where we end up in terms of what our thought process for our career, right? So what I love is that you have to be open to the opportunity to accept the change because sometimes an obstacle is just moving us, opening the door to something better. Absolutely. And you know, that is a practice. And I talk about this in my book is my, you know, it's all about the choices we make. Mm -hmm. And so when we decide that we're going to look at life as an opportunity, that completely changes our experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not about, um, you know, they call it spiritual bypassing or you know, pretending that something's not happening. Like, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with something major, a major event, like my mother uh, passed away a number of years ago. And I mean, that is, that shakes your whole existence. It That's did mine. True. It shook yeah. my whole existence. And it's like being with what's going on and knowing that this is my choice today is that everything happens for my highest good, for my mm -hmm. awakening. And I watched the way that I changed because of experiencing that sort of deep loss. And, you know, I got to know my mother in a way I never had when she was alive because I did her eulogy. And I mean, that was, it was a painful experience and 
it was so beautiful to, you know, have an opportunity to understand her in a whole new way. And, you know, another incredible gift from that is that I, I feel very close to my mother. I feel her with me all the time. And, you know, when she was alive, we lived far apart. We lived hundreds of miles away from each other. And so I didn't see her very often. I didn't have a, you know, I didn't get to connect with her a lot, but she's just with me all the time now. That's, that's my belief system. That's my experience. And that's a beautiful gift. You know, I love your reference to uh, the multiple, you know, the people that are behind the scenes, I call them, you know, the, the people that inspire us, the people that give us uh, hope and the people who say, yes, you can do this, our little private cheerleaders, right? So give us a little bit of insight into some of the people who inspired you to move outside your comfort zone, because it is a huge, uh, you know, leap of faith to write about a personal experience and put those experiences on the page for other people to read. So who was in your little private cheerleader? Who was behind you saying you can do this? Oh, well, I mean, my husband, Rob Robinson Smith is of course, you know, uh, he's been incredible and he, you know, like it's one of those things, right? The people that love you see see the potential in you and they see all the best parts of you magnified. And I feel like, um, you know, he was always reflecting back to me. He has always reflected back to me what I could do. And this, like I said, this book took a long time and mm -hmm. he did a beautiful dance between, uh, you know, being frustrated and, and being lovingly, uh, motivational because it's, you can't pressure somebody with sort of this sort of thing. It just, yeah. it takes what it takes. And so mm -hmm. he just loved me all the way along and constantly reassured me that what I had to say was worthy and that people, that it could help people. He really has uh, been so wonderful in reinforcing that idea. And the original, um, like I said, I always wanted to write a book and when I read Julia Cameron's uh, autobiography, Floor Sample, this was many years ago before I knew I was going to be writing a book. And it's, it is one of the most raw, transparent self portraits that I've ever read. And it just blew me away. And I thought, oh my God, I can't believe she put this down on paper. Like people yes. are reading this. Yes. And she was just so honest. And I thought, okay. Well, the honesty is something I think that we're all looking for, right? I mean, one of the um, successes of this particular series is people want to meet the person behind the logo. So, yes. you know, we spend so much time on the marketing of our businesses. And for you, the, that experience is just starting the marketing of your book. Let me, let's segue just for a quick moment to the, the cover of your book. Do you have a photo of the cover? Can you share <sighs> yes. it with us? Now, I, I find that image absolutely amazing now give us a little bit of insight into the inspiration for the image because it's fantastic okay well first of all i would love to give a shout out to emily Versher, who is the artist who created this image for me and um she's incredibly talented as you can see yeah it's fantastic and uh basically i had this image in my mind uh because you know, the work that I have done in my life and now the work that I do with my clients 
is about accepting ourselves, every single part of ourselves, even the ugliest, most painful parts. Right. And what I have realized in my journey, and now what I see with others, is that um, once I was able, once I had the courage to go and look at the dark, scary parts of myself, I realized that even those parts had my highest good at their core and that, you know, things like fear and shame uh, and anger all had a positive message for me. Mm -hmm. And so this, you know, making friends with the boogeyman is about learning that, you know, like you said in your post, I love that, you know, that monster under the bed. bed, Yeah, (laughs) so true. Well, thank the you for sharing the photo. The is a friend of mine. Oh, thank Thanks. you. Thanks for sharing that photo with us. Now, the title, I mean, it is so compelling about, I mean, we all, we grew up as children with this image of the boogeyman under the bed, right? I mean, and I love the reference to, because that references all sorts of things to different people. Maybe the dark side of life, maybe the dark side of us, you know, maybe what we fear um, are the things that come to my mind when I hear the word, the boogeyman. So how did you come up with the title? Uh, well, it's fa- it's fascinating, right? The process. Um, for for most of the project, the title was going to be "Write Your Own Adventure," because part of my belief system is that you know what we believe creates our reality, and so we get to write our story. And but it just it didn't have quite a, quite the oomph and. and the thing is, is like, as a kid, I had nightmares, I had terrible nightmares for most of my childhood. And, and so that's where it came from is like, oh my God, all of these things as an adult, now I realize that all the things that I'm afraid of are actually helping me. And so, you know, one of the greatest uh, negative experiences of my life, I talk about it in the book. And what I recognize now is that because of that experience, the way I choose to um, think of it now, because of the work I've done, it's my passion. It's my fuel. It's it's gone from you know black to white, and so that's what this whole duality of good and bad, and the boogeyman is you know just like in Monsters Inc. That fabulous show. He's just a, he's just a big goofy guy. He's misunderstood, you know. Right. He's misunderstood yep. and yep. the boogeyman so is misunderstood. Yeah, so true. Now, one of the things that our viewing and listening audience, I did actually get a question from uh, our audience based on the marketing that we did prior to the show. And one of the questions that I received um, from someone who it was Okay, so I've identified the boogeyman. Give me a tip. Is there something that you can share with me that would help me to make a connection with that that fear, that thing that's scaring the life out of me? Mm, excellent question. Yeah, well, the first thing is that, you know, like I said, I would invite them to see that this part, this is another part of them. So it's not an enemy, it is an ally. And so having the courage to go in with, with support, right? Like I say, in my book, you know, these intense experiences, I never did any of these explorations by myself, I had coaches all the way along. And so whether it's a coach or a therapist or some sort of support, um, 
to to have support when they're they are exploring this and see it as an exploration right like this is this is another part of you and there was a reason there's a reason for this fear and you know ultimately you know we are built to survive so true and anything that is unknown is a threat and that base survival instinct in us thinks it's a life or death situation so it absolutely can feel terrifying and overwhelming because our body wants to keep us alive so That's even so when it's something good for you like for example you know when i got sober that was that was a terrifying thing there was a lot of things that i needed to work through in that and you know writing is a powerful exploration tool and um you know uh one of the exercises that uh turned my life around is in the book and perfect aurora winter um who was my coach at the time offered me that exercise so i would invite this individual i do complimentary coaching sessions and i would perfect. be delighted they just need to go to my website heidicoach.com perfect now tell us when can we get a copy of the book when is it yes. coming out drum roll yep exactly when is it january 4th 2023 fantastic yeah. so we don't have long to wait that's just a few weeks away and certainly, um, I'll, you know, in the um, show more part of the vi YouTube video, as well as the podcast, they'll be able to find your story and connect with you. Now, one of the things that we ask everyone to do in our guest blog is we ask them to share three words of advice. So I'd like you to tell us why these three words are so important to you as we connect with our, uh, the folks that are in our viewing and listening audience. And they are better is possible. Yes. And I don't know that I consciously recognize that that was the word, that those were the words until recently. Just my whole life, I have had hope. Uh, no matter how dark it got, and, you know, in the early years, there was a lot of pain and suffering. But something inside me just kept me moving forward. And a lot of that came from you know, meeting and hearing the stories of other people who had been through challenging things and, you know, they came out on the other side and they were happy and life was good. And so because people had the courage to tell me their pain and also how they got over their pain and now I could see them and they were happy, then I had proof right? My mind had proof that there was, there was another way and that this wasn't, whatever I was going through, wasn't going to last forever. And this is the thing, um, you know, that keeps me going and that I really want to offer to people that are struggling is that when you know better is possible, as soon as you believe that, then evidence starts to show up because your mind is looking for evidence. And so whatever thoughts we give our mind, it's like a map. And so, okay, you, you're saying better is possible. Well then, you know, how, where, how is, how is better possible? And you start meeting people and you start reading stories. It's, it's the same thing as when 
you know, you buy a white car and all of a sudden there's white cars everywhere, right? (laughs) The truth. (laughs) Yeah. Our awareness is so different. Exactly. So, you know, that's hope. And those words are hope. That's really a wonderful way um, for me to thank you with a lot of gratitude for coming on to the, this edition of Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real, because, you know, so many times we think that every, someone else's life looks perfect. You know, when we're looking from the outside in, we think, oh, wow, I mean, you know, they have it all. And I, I have so many things, so many challenges, but we all face similar challenges in life. And I love that your three words gives people an opportunity to get hope and realize that better is possible. And I'd really like to thank you for um, sharing a little bit of your author's journey. And we'll certainly keep in touch with you to see how uh, your book is doing, Making Friends with the Boogeyman, Transforming Tragedy into Triumph. So thank you so much for joining us, Heidi. And I want to say, Trish, thank you so much for this incredible platform that you've created um, to, to give people a voice. Like, it's just incredible. The amazing uh, individuals you have on your Share Your Stories website and you have these podcasts and you allow them to talk about these positive ideas and perspectives and people learn so much. So I just want to commend you on this beautiful accomplishment. Thank you so much because, you know, I have to say uh, when I interview folks like yourself, I learn something new each and every time. And I think it's all about supporting and learning from one another. So thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Heidi. To you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduced you to the person behind the logo. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website at shareyourstories.online. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.